viewpoint, opinion, and perspective shared on Jerry Unfiltered is a culmination of over 20 years of personal experiential knowledge and research into the unification of science and consciousness called quantum morphogenetic physics, which is a paradigm-shifting, disruptive science not taught in the mainstream public educational systems. The intention of Jerry Unfiltered is simple, to awaken, to be aware, and to be able to reclaim the original, perpetual life, human potential. Don't say you want me, don't say you need me, don't say you love me, it's understood. Don't say you're happy out there without me, I know you can't be, cause it's no good. Welcome, everyone, to Jerry Unfiltered. I'm your host, Jerry Rivera Duhenio. And today I am going to go off a little bit uh, on my own, so to speak. There's no guest today. But I feel today is very important because it's the start of what I call the Disruptive Disclosure Series. And what is the Disruptive Disclosure Series? It's me sharing over, let's see, I would say 20 years of information that is going to shift or cause a paradigm shift in everyone's hologram. And we're going to start off by talking about death sciences and the flower of finite life. So. I'm going to shut off the video so we can do this presentation. I will pop back on at the end and uh, I look forward to hearing emails and uh, comments and suggestions uh, once you view this video. Okay, so I'm going to go offline video wise and we're going to start by Introducing the Disruptive Disclosure Series. Now, disruptive meaning it's going to shift your paradigm, it's going to shift your hologram, it's going to shift your world. And this information is geared to do, to do just that. Because everyone goes through their daily life being told certain information is true being taught certain information is true within science and educational systems. But today we're going to start off by sharing with you the truth about the flower of finite life and death science technologies. So the presentation objectives is to share with you the difference between finite life versus eternal life technologies. The truth about the flower of finite life and what that is. The truth about the fib of no chi or the Fibonacci spiral and the eternal life source spiral. Now, I'm going to ask everyone to just listen to the energy behind my words. I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm just asking you to listen and feel sense the energy behind my words, because that is where you will find and feel sense my true intentions. Okay. And as a child, I was able to consciously astral travel. So I'm sharing with this you with the, with you so you understand who I am and my background a bit because a lot of people you know they're so caught up in their belief systems and what they were taught that they think that's all there is but how many of you out there remember that as children you were able to leave your physical body 
with your fourth dimensional astral body. And that is the energy body that we leave our physical body every single evening, okay? So as a child, I was able to do this consciously. I was visited by extraterrestrial biological entities. This usually happened in what's known as the hypnagogic state. And this is the state between awake and when you are half asleep. So it's also known as sleep paralysis. But this is when, as a child, I was visited by these extraterrestrial biological entities. And I'm sure many of you may or may not remember that you may have been visited as well. At 10 years old, I had a premonition of my own death. Uh, at 10 years old, I was entered into a public speaking contest in my uh, school. And the topic that I chose was Life After Life, a book by Raymond Moody, Dr. Raymond Moody. And at the time, this is what uh, reached out to me. And most other children my age were picking, you know, astronauts or, or firemen or policemen topics, but I chose life after life and I actually won the contest. And lo and behold, in September of 2000, I actually had a massive heart attack due to a drug overdose. I was on a 24 hour drug bender of cocaine, heroin, ecstasy, ketamine, uh, liquor, you name it. I was a master at, uh, let's just say, addictions. And in September of 2000, my body gave out. And I actually remember doing my last line of cocaine on the rooftop of my friend's girlfriend's brownstone in Greenwich Village. Or actually, no, it was the East Village. And um, I left my body. And I was looking at my friend from about a 45 degree angle above my 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 body and uh it was a very interesting and real experience because you know when you die you can still think you're still conscious and the moment that i asked the question internally well who am i because i was watching my body and my friend trying to resuscitate me and i watched as my face turned blue and purple, <laughs> the moment I internally asked the question, who am I? I was immediately uploaded, if you will, back to what I call the source consciousness field, also known as maybe the unified field. Others call it God, all that is. Whatever you want to label it as, I was uploaded back to the source consciousness field. And within that field, you know, I came back with a massive amount of information. And when I was resuscitated, okay, my friend actually resuscitated me after several minutes. I was rushed to the ER and the attending ER nurses uh, did a blood and urine drug panel. And wouldn't you know that no drug toxins were found in my body? Now, they thought I was crazy and they thought I had a psychiatric problem. But let me tell you, after 24 hours of a drug bender consisting of cocaine, heroin, ecstasy, ketamine, and drinking liquor, something should have uh, tested positive, if, you know? So nothing did. And that was, that experience alone propelled me to where I am today in terms of, wow, the body can heal itself. But the body can only heal itself if consciousness is involved, okay? And this, I call it a transfer of consciousness upgrade. Many people call it a near-death experience. But the part of my prior consciousness, my old software, if you will, was upgraded with my higher conscious identity or new software. So this transfer of consciousness upgrade, when this occurred, I came back with 
a massive data file that took me years to actually unzip and then interpret, actualize, and make sense. Are you guys with me? So from 2001 to 2006, I delved into every esoteric religion and knowledge that you can think of, including esoteric Gnostic teachings, esoteric Kabbalah. I studied at the Four Winds Society, studying shamanism. And I also uh, began learning medical Qigong uh, healing. I became a medical Qigong practitioner focusing on cancer. Uh, but it wasn't until 2006 to 2011 period where I became part of a private group that delved in quantum morphogenetic science. And this had to do with uh, antediluvian or pre-flood science of scalar templates of manifestation and consciousness. So this private group group would study and teach scalar wave techniques and technologies for expansion of consciousness, bilocating consciousness, and traveling with our consciousness to other reality systems. And from 2006 to 2011, this is where I began downloading that massive zip file that I took back with me after my transfer of consciousness experience. So um, here's something that I learned, and it's something that I want to share with you, because it's really all about attaining what I call direct cognition versus, say, what we were currently taught in our educational system. So current science, research, and education is based upon a flawed system in where you are told what the norm is. You are told what the correct information is. You are told what the correct mathematics is. However, this information, this so-called norm, is a finite life-based information and based on an infinite or a finite life-based reality system. And if this is missing one of the key information and components that relates to an eternal life, perpetual life, uh, matrix or reality system. So direct cognition is nothing more than direct experiential knowledge. And this is the key to the cosmos, okay? Current and modern day science and modern day educational systems must shift their perspectives from a linear three-dimensional Cartesian perspective to a more multidimensional spherical reality of knowing. Okay, does this make sense? Because in even the current um, medical Western system is based on a pharmaceutical, chemical, physical-based reality when they're missing the key the most important key component, which is the multidimensional aspect of who we are. Okay, so look, it's not, it's not a coincidence or it's not, you know, by coincidence that we live in a reality system. We live in a galaxy with a black hole at the center of our Milky Way galaxy. Okay, this is proven science, okay? But eventually, everything in this galaxy is going down that black hole, which means everything in this galaxy is finite life, meaning it will not live forever. It, nothing in this galaxy will attain perpetual life or perpetual energy, okay? So, at the center of this, our galaxy, 
it, the name of that black hole system is known as the Prosiak black hole system. This is the official name of the black hole at the center of our Milky Way galaxy. It is also known as science calls it the Sagittarius A star. But however, in 210 years, this system will become a quarantine black hole system. I mean, does this not, is this not a like really sick joke, but isn't it by coincidence that we are now currently in 2020 in a quarantined lifestyle due to this uh, Wuhan uh, Corona virus? I mean, it is a very huge cosmic joke, but eventually everything in this Milky Way galaxy will eventually be consumed by this black hole. Okay, but this is not the norm, people. This is not the norm when it comes to a perpetual life system or a perpetual life, eternal life galaxy, where in those type of galaxies, instead of a black hole that is vampiring and siphoning energy, you have what is known as a white hole that is gifting or giving, transmitting energy, okay? Because where there's a black hole, there is a white hole. It is pure multidimensional physics, okay? So what are death science technologies, you may be asking? <laughs> well, any technology, body of knowledge, geometry, mathematics, number sequence that is based upon the Fibonacci sequence, the phi ratio, the golden mean, the flower of finite life, and religious esoteric teachings. Any of these falls what's under what we call death science or false sacred science teachings, which are, by the way, perversions of the organic perpetual life, multidimensional technologies that were once available in our ancient advanced earth cultures millions of years ago, okay? Now, I know what you're already thinking. Well, gee, Jerry, Everything that you've laid out and you've uh, actually talked about that are death science technologies is what actual science and mathematics and our educational systems are teaching as the norm. Well, remember, the norm in this galaxy is a finite life galaxy because everything dies. So that means the Fibonacci sequence, the phi ratio, the yin yang, the golden mean, the flower of artificial finite life, and any religious esoteric teachings that delve in this are actually not bad. They're just intimately related to dying. Are you with me? So... I want you to listen to the energy behind my words because this is paramount about now because I am not asking you to believe a damn word that I say. I'm asking you to feel sense the energy behind my words. Now, the yin yang, I know pretty much every single new age hippie and alternative medicine guru or, uh, yoga teacher right now is probably damning me, but unfortunately the yin yang is a mutation. It is the core energy flows associated with the tube torus, which is also a finite life energy system. It is it is both the yin yang and the tube torus are both representations of perpetual recirculation of energy until its final phase of energy exhaustion into cosmic dust happens. Okay, this bullshit that the yin yang is male, female, 
uh, positive, negative is all part of the deception, people. The yin-yang system was designed to hijack and vampire unto, unto other living energy systems until they're completely siphoned, okay? And this happens, guess what? Through a vortex-based set which acts like a reverse turbine technology. Think of uh, an airplane turbine that sucks in energy, okay? So what's happening is actually it's extracting the yin-yang symbol and system extracts life force energy and turns it into distorted energy, cycling it back through black hole systems like the one we live in. So if I were you, if I have a yin yang symbol on as part of my, let's say logo, I would absolutely replace it. If you have a tube Taurus symbol and you think that this is, you know, cool or this is the norm, I want you to think again, okay? Because it's intimately related to finite life death science technologies. So let's define what is sacred geometry. The standard definition of, of sacred geometry is the geometry used in religious structures such as, you know, churches, mosques, temples, etc., etc., as well as creating uh, or creating, let's say, religious art. Okay, but instead of sacred geometry, it should really be called sacred geomancy. Okay, sounds the same, but completely worlds apart. A geomancy is a specific eternal life fractal pattern of internal light or electricity and sound or vibrational frequency, which is utilized in mental direction of energy via the human morphogenetic field. Now, this pattern of light sound or scalar field spherical standing electrotonal energy represents a very specific scalar energy template or blueprint which is built upon certain electrotonal units of sound frequency that are imbued with multi-dimensional electrical current this is vastly different than what people go around saying what sacred geometry is, okay? Because sacred geometry and sacred geomancy are worlds apart, people. Now, let's take a look at the flower of finite life. Now, people will refer to it as the flower of life. This is a name for a geometrical figure composed of multiple evenly spaced overlapping circles. And this figure that you see used as a decorative motif since ancient times forms a flower-like pattern with symmetrical structures of a hexagon, okay? This is what is commonly but erroneously referred to as the flower of life. We call it the daisy of death, and it is somehow passed as sacred geomancy, or geo, uh, geometry, not geomancy, in the new age circles, okay? So all of you that feel and you want to believe that this flower of finite life is actually good for your energy systems, here is why I want you to take a look at why it's not. Because we're dealing with what we call eternal living light versus finite light, okay? There is a huge, huge difference. In the flower of finite life pattern, the diagonals that they have there are set at a 60 degree um, pattern, okay? This 60 degree pattern is an unnatural energetic and geometrical relationship that prevents the spheres 
from phasing correctly with the top sphere, think three balls, like a, three balls like a pyramid, okay, thus preventing backflow return from source. When spheres can't phase and spark correctly, they become cut off from the normal flows of eternal life currents and become finite life. This finite life code is therefore based on two spheres, or what's known as the Vesica Pisces, instead of an eternal life sphere known as the Triveca phase unit. Now, here you see three spheres, okay? This is what an eternal living light unit particle should look like. But unfortunately, in this matrix, in this reality system, in this galaxy that we live in, it is based on the Vesica Pisces or what's known as the finite life unit. This is very important because the flower of artificial light or the flower of artificial life is based upon this Vesica Pisces. Now, if you see here on the left, you have the, the two-sphere Vesica Pisces. And as the Vesica Pisces expands, it actually forms the flower of finite life. Okay? Very important. Now, 60 degrees versus 45 degrees. Once you can spot this 60-degree diagonal versus, say, the 45-degree in eternal life structures, take a look at this. You can easily differentiate between eternal life and finite life structures. Okay, you can see here the 45-degree on the left, how th uh, the these uh, spheres are uh, set diagonally versus the 60-degree diagonal in the flower of finite life. Most crop circles are based on the flower of artificial or finite life geometry of 60 degrees. So it's very easy to determine the agendas behind crop circles. The flower of artificial life geometry is about harvesting souls, people. It forces people's Merkabas or Merkabas to spin in ways that prevents ascension. Okay? Now, or I call incension. Now, here you see crop circles. You see, well, the crop circle on the left is based on the 45 degree diagonal pattern. And you see the crop circle on the right, which is based on the 60 degree uh, diagonal pattern. Okay? Very important to realize this distinction. Now, what is soul harvesting? Well, soul harvesting has to do when you transition. Okay? Now, when you transition, if you are Merkaba is based upon a finite life, like you see here on the left, okay? The, the, the picture that you see on the left is what everyone that dies has. It's a 21 clockwise electrical spin, and then the bottom is a 34 counterclockwise magnetic spin. This finite life Merkaba has a total spin activation of, get this, 55, okay, which initiates and connects with the Fibonacci spiral. And it is an interesting that, at least here in the good old United States of America, uh, the average speed is 55. Hmm. Now, the Merkaba that you see on the left, depicted on the left, is an eternal life Merkaba. The top uh, spins at a 33 and a third clockwise electrical spin, and the bottom spins uh, at an 11 and two thirds counterclockwise magnetic spin. The eternal life Merkaba has a 45 
total spin activation, which connects it to and initiates with the source spiral, which I'll get into um, uh, very shortly. Now, the finite life Merkaba is a same spin, okay? People like uh, this jackass called Drunvalo teaches same spin Merkaba spins, okay? This idiot is teaching people a finite life Merkaba spin. So if you want to go down a black hole, if you never want to achieve eternal life potentiality, stick with his teachings and his techniques, okay? If you want to go down the path of eternal life potentiality, you will do a counterclockwise and counter spin. So the top spins 33 and a third clockwise in the clockwise direction, and your bottom Merkaba spins counterclockwise, magnetic 11 and two thirds. Okay, very important. Now, let's discuss Fibonacci and rodent vortex based mathematics. Now, Everyone that studies Rodin's math, I'm sorry to say that it is based on a finite life mathematics. It is based on the Fibonacci sequence and the overlapping circles, as, as much as it nicely fits, only captures and entraps and ensnares your energy. There's nothing sacred about it. So the death science technologies are found in anything that has to do with the Fibonacci and Marco Rodin's work, okay? Because his 369 mathematics misses the most important aspect and that's the number 12 okay rodin goes uh, goes around perpetuating 369 but it is a finite life mathematics and energy system that will lead you to a black hole and believe me you don't have to uh, actually don't believe me just take a look at the person that is perpetuating this mathematics and his life. Take a look at his life and is it imbuing and is it exuding an eternal life energy? Okay. And his mathematics and his coils do not. I'm sorry to say. You can believe it, but just take a look at the man himself and then you tell me if that person actually exemplifies an eternal life uh, energy. I don't think so. And I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to, uh, you know, let's say sugarcoat anything. This show is called Jerry Unfiltered. I'm telling you like it is. Okay. I have died and came back to share this information. If you don't want to listen to me, that's okay. We can either be friends or enemies. It doesn't matter to me. I'm sharing with you the difference. There's a huge difference between Marco Rodin's mathematics, this Vortex 369 bullshit versus a base 12 eternal life mathematics and energy system. We must deprogram this, people. Now, Fibonacci coding is equivalent to finite life. It means a digression from the original eternal life divine blueprint. When precise mathematical geometrical instructions for perpetual motion of the original creation program, which is also known as the source code, when this is altered and modified in any way, it becomes an expression of finite life. The self-regeneration abilities, this means perpetual life of any manifest forms is interrupted, leading to a destruction of the corresponding matter form via self-annihilation of the source particle units, which are pre-units of conscious energy. Okay, so if you adhere to, if you attach yourself, if you, let's just say, align yourself with anything that digresses from the original source code, you might as well book a one-way ticket down a black hole. Now, 
Fibonacci technologies. There are technologies out there that are Fibonacci technologies. These technologies are altering the precise eternal life encode encryption configurations of perpetual motion and eternal life okay they're altering this and this these type of technologies break the link with the source infinite energy connection and supply since you modify the coding since you modify coding these, these technologies literally modify coding they cannot receive these technologies cannot bring in any more energy directly connected with source okay so there's only a limited supply of energy which which remains in one's own morphogenetic uh shield template okay so this leads to a finite life this is what's known as metatronic or finite life code configuration which is known as reverse mutation and unfortunately for anybody who seeks true authentic self-mastery and empowerment or i call incension into eternal life matrices this is a serious problem okay in the spiritual movement these days because you have these idiots you have these people and i'm sorry if i call idiots but i call it like it is okay i'm not a guru i'm not a master i'm not a healer anyone that proposes that turn around in the other direction and walk away i'm as real as they come you're gonna either love me or hate me but these people that are teaching physics of rejuvenation using Fibonacci, phi ratios, these people have no clue what they are doing because they have no idea that eternal life, perpetual life technologies and, and matrices exist, okay? So I implore everyone to do their own due diligence and then see what I'm talking about. This is known as, you know, when you align yourself with these technologies, you have these jackasses and idiots out there that are leading you down a path of known, known as the digression. And this happens when manifest beings are unable to fulfill their primal purpose and maintain the primal condition. This is known as the digression. And it is due to the Fibonacci phi ratio code configuration. And as the result, get this, of excessive misuse of free will choice of opposite expression of divine intention until they reach a point at which it jeopardizes perpetual motion, eternal life expression, and continued existence of cosmic order, okay? This all, this digression leads to molecular compaction, okay? Or death, okay? If they were, you know, look, just imagine this, okay? You don't die because of cancer or heart attacks or whatever, or a disease. You die because your cells have no more energy, okay? And they implode. No more fuel, no more energy leads to no more cellular functioning in the cells, okay? So you have to understand what causes death. It's molecular compaction or no more energy, all right? And this also has to do with base 10 mathematics, okay? Artificial finite life light, okay? Which is created through base 10 mathematics. This produces a totally polarized light because when people say, oh man, hey dude, oh, your light is so, it's so high vibrational. I mean, people like this have no effing clue what they are talking about because there are two different types of light. Eternal living light, and artificial finite light, okay? Now, we die because we have artificial finite life light in our bodies and around our cells. And another thing that keeps this is the so-called C60 buckyball. 
if you have someone that's talking about C60 buckyballs and they're saying this is good for you, yeah, sure, it's good for you because in our, in our finite life metatronic bodies, we die, okay? In this finite life galaxy, we die. The C60 buckyball configuration is intimately related to the Milky Way finite life galaxy. And guess what? Our finite life Milky Way galaxy is a quarantine or will be a quarantine death galaxy. So for those that are proposing that a C60 buckyballs are good for you, you have no idea. And I'm sorry about base 12 and base 12, the difference between base 12 versus base 12 mathematics. And you have no idea, no idea about eternal life, living light units versus Vesica Pisces, uh, finite life units. And it's not your fault, but it's just what you researched and were taught. Okay. So artificial finite life bodies and light. These were created through, um, programming. Okay. They take part, you know, in what we call Fibonacci coding. But if you have at least 30% of the original divine blueprint, you're able to do what we call bioregenesis. And this tube torus field that every living thing has around it is also a finite life energy system, okay? It creates uh, something that is not compatible with base 12 mathematics or scalar frequencies that are adhered to in the eternal life divine blueprint. Now, let's get into finite life, the difference between finite life Fibonacci versus the eternal life source spiral. Now, what is the source spiral? It is the primary spiral that emerges from source, okay? And it carries the original creation encryption known as the eternal life code. The eternal life code holds source's original intention for creation. And this eternal life code is expressed, and this is very important, this is expressed into manifestation through the primal fractal template of the 12 sphere eternal life grid. This 12 sphere eternal life grid in turn generates and creates the source spiral, which facilitates expansion into manifest creation and ultimately reintegration back to source. So everything that is eternal life base must have a 12 sphere eternal life code to it. Anything else is a finite life code. Now, all life, all life is energy in motion and energy spirals in motion. And the source spiral is based upon the 12 sphere source grid. Now this 12 sphere source fractal grid rotates around their common, what we call the Azure center and expands from there. The Azure center is the center of creation point. It is first creation point. This first creation center is the center from where the source spiral emerges. And this spiral holds the eternal connection to source at every stage of its evolution. The points or the energy spheres on the source spiral are connected to first creation point by central vertical lines of energy. And these form arms or radii for the spiral. The source spiral expands by, and this is key, the square root of two or 1.414. For every 45 degrees, not 60 degrees, everyone, for every 45 degrees or by two, 
for uh, or by two for every 90 degrees of rotation. Okay, so remember for every 45 degrees, there is a rotation based on the square root of two. Okay, and you times this by two for every 90 degrees of rotation. This is this derives um, a height to width ratio of two to one. Okay, and the key is the number two for the source spiral. The source spiral is a very smooth exponential energy uh, spiral, and it's very uh, beautifully and symmetrical. Now, the inner source spiral. This this source spiral is normally shown expanding out from what's known as the twelve center because it starts at a forty five degree angle. Okay, so we can trace progression inwards within the 12 sphere source fractal grid towards the Azure or the first creation point from which it emerges. Okay, so it's very important to understand the source spiral has its connection to source. The fib of no chi spiral, however, does not. Now, remember, the yin-yang was built upon the Fibonacci or the fib of Notri spiral, which is a vampiring spiral, which at a certain point actually ad adheres and attaches to the first creation proce process, and it actually vampires it in order to grow. The fib of Notri sequence features a sequence of numerical expansion in which the next expansion number or energy uh, that is birth comes or is reached only by the addition or devouring of the two previous numbers before it. Unfortunately, the false New Age movement you know, which actually is a mind control movement, make no mistake about it. Now, the false New Age movement believes that the flower of artificial life and the fib of no chi is uh, actually good for their souls. But through progressive comparatives, it becomes clearly obvious the ancient Atlantean flower of artificial life death science is actually so alive today in this contemporary false new age movement, okay? Now, we live in a finite life dying universe. The fib of no chi, finite life structures can be traced to their origins through to eternal life structures, and they represent distortions from them. Fibonacci finite life structures will lead to a severing of higher dimensional and source connections, and this ultimately leads to an isolated, closed, and dying universe, which our Milky Way galaxy will experience in 210 years. Okay. Yes, I know I'm driving it home, but it's very important to understand. Okay. Now, this addition, okay, addition in mathematics, addition equals devouring. The Fibonacci sequence features a numerical sequence that is based upon addition. It's based upon devouring, where the next expansion numbers is birth when the two previous numbers devour each other. So remove the number and see them as energy structures or quanta of energy, and you will see what I am sharing is true. Now, uh, oops, we're dealing with quantum of energy. Now, if we think of each number as a quantum quantum of energy, then the two previous numbers are added together and consumed in order to become the next quantum of energy, leaving nothing previous in the place. The numbers before it become finite quanta, 
that must disappear or die in order for the next quanta of energy to be born. This is, people, finite energy. Thus, the numbers within the Fibonacci sequence all represent finite energy forms that will be consumed and cease to exist in order for the next generation to emerge. And I want to show you something real quick. Take a look at the number at the end here on the Fibonacci sequence, or just in this depiction, the 55. You see that? The 55. This is an energy uh, form that is a finite life energy form or number. This is recycling of finite energy. This recycling of finite energy to create growth is not growth through self-generated power and thus the mechanics of the Fibonacci sequence implies that it represents a growth expansion formula for finite life, not organic eternal life. Now, people will say, well, there's Fibonacci, you can see the Fibonacci in nature and in the cosmos. Yes, the growth expansion pattern of the Fibonacci can be seen throughout all nature and with uh, certain buildings and, and energy structures. But remember, everything in this galaxy dies. This is not life forms uh, uh, on it on eternal life planets. Okay. So yes, the Fibonacci is in nature, but everything in nature dies. Now, what we're talking about with the source spiral is multiplication or exponentiation of energy. So the, the numerical expansion of the source spiral sequence is due to a multiplication Okay, so in specific increments, um, when you have, uh, let's say, uh, core structures that are based upon a 12-sphere grid rotation, this creates the next expansion or the next number that is created is based upon a multiplication or exponentiation a times two of energy. So in quantum energy terms, the eternal quantum integrity of all previous numbers remains the same as the quanta of the numbers before it are multiplied through self-generated power to create the next unique quanta of energy, okay? So this numerical sequence, this source spiral numerical sequence is based upon a unique exponentiation of energy, people. Okay, it's very important to distinguish between the Fibonacci and the source spiral. Now, this unique quantum expansion deals with the numbers within the source spiral sequence. And this unique quantum expansion represents eternal energy forms that will remain to infinity within their own unique individuation and will always be in relation to the center point from which they emerge and will always within the context of what they have grown to become while the next generation emerges as a unique quantum expansion born of relative multiplication of the quanta before. This is the unique difference between the source spiral expansion and the fib of no chi. It is an interesting revelation for you out there if you're just coming to this revelation now because it is a times two revelation okay this is the difference of why the source spiral sequence is the true perpetual life blueprint for uh perpetual life okay the number two is the key
you see the number two square root of two, which is the which is 1.414 versus say the phi ratio, which is 1.618. The number two is the key to the source spiral. Okay. This number two is the is the key because it is the growth via self-generating power. Now, anything that adheres to the source spiral expansion mathematical sequence of eternal quantum expansion will lead you to eternal life potentiality. This is creating new growth through perpetually self-regenerating power, not growth through recycling of finite energy like the Fibonacci, yin-yang, etc., etc. This is an exponential, uh, this exponential, uh, exponential spiral, this source spiral forms a very smooth spiral. Now here you see the difference between the source spiral and the Fibonacci spiral. The source spiral is in the blue, and you see the Fibonacci spiral, which looks like a compacted number six, and it's more of a compacting spiral, and it is not symmetrical by any means. And uh, the source spiral has its connection to first creation point, where the Fibonacci actually attaches and it vampires off the source spiral, okay? Where the source spiral is based on 12 spheres, uh, the Fibonacci is based on 10. Difference in creation points. The differences between the source spiral uh, and sequence versus the golden mean Fibonacci spiral and sequence can simply be understood in terms of their respective relationship to their creation points or their connection to first creation point. Um, the source spiral has has a direct, immediate, permanent connection and relationship with its own center point of creation, whereas the Fibonacci golden mean spiral, which is relatively based upon the geometries of the golden mean rectangle, has a decentralized start point of expansion rather than a centralized central uh, point of creation. The source spiral has a very normal spiral structure with simple base 12 mathematics. It is symmetrical, centered, and aligned within the 12 sphere grids that generate it. And anything that has a 12 sphere grid has a much richer inner core and structure than the squares of uh, the golden rectangles. So every 12-sphere grid literally embraces the center and sustains a dynamic for outward expansion and backflow return to its center. Whereas the Fibonacci does not have its inner connection. The golden mean and Fibonacci spiral have no direct connection to their centers. The rectangles, as you see, the rectangles and the squares are empty. They have little or no inner structure. They need an external structure to actually get them going, as you see in the uh, depictions, okay? The 12-sphere grid has a much richer inner structure than the golden, uh, the golden rectangles. Every 12-sphere grid embraces the center, uh, whereas the golden rectangles, um, you can see here on the right, they do not have the full 12-sphere connection. You see the, the, the flaw here, right? Now, where are we, where are we at? The source spiral is a much stronger uh, spiral and expands more rapidly than either the golden mean or Fibonacci spirals. Even when the golden mean or Fibonacci spirals start out further 
than the source spiral. The source spiral will always overtake it because it's based on the base 12 mathematics and the 12 sphere grid that generates it. Here you see the lotus of eternal life versus the flower of death. The 12 sphere source spiral code is on the left and you see the tree of finite life on the right. The 12 sphere perpetual life source fractal grid is the primary mathematical geometrical organization of units of consciousness upon which source particle units group to form morphogenetic scalar field grids. These are complete 12-sphere fractal grids with complete connections to their center point. It is based on a 2 to 1 height to width ratio. It is a geometrical structure based on 12 primary centers and 15 primary lines. It creates a perfect overlay. So if you had to overlay the 12-sphere fractal grid, upon each other it is a it forms a perfect overlay between parallel grids or parallel universes whereas the tree or flower of finite life has eight spheres uh, well actually 10 spheres where the 8 and 12 sphere is actually removed so in kabbalah they talk about 10 sphere uh, 10 spheres uh, Sephiras, and they talk about the mist that there are two hidden ones. Well, you know what? It should never be two hidden. There should always be 12, okay? And this has, when you have something that is a base 10, this has no direct connection back to source because source originally had, uh, originally, <laughs> yeah, originally had the 12 sphere fractal code. All right, you see here this uh, tree of finite life has a false center at sphere five and has no direct connection to a center. The width narrowed to about 87% of the 12 sphere fractal grid and the sphere 10 is pulled downwards. So you have a height to width ratio of uh, 2.3 instead of two, okay? So it is a um, very unsymmetrical um, grid and no possibility to overlay with a parallel universe or parallel grid. As you can see on the left, you have the perpetual life lotus source code versus the flower of artificial life. You have on the left the source spiral and the 12 sphere fractal grid. And on the right, you have the Fibonacci and you have the tree of finite life that is proposed in Kabbalah. Now, which one feels better to you, people, is what I'm asking you, okay? It's very, very easy to depict and see. So... Uh, here are some papers that I've written, five peer review published uh, papers in uh, the um, uh, International Journal for Engineering and Scientific Research. I invite you to take a look at that. Uh, we are all out of time for this uh, podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, you can email me at jerry at the rasha.com and send in your comments your you know advice your if you have anything you want to share with me please send me your email uh, i want to thank everyone for listening uh, and remember truth is stranger than fiction and i would rather live my truth you know, my life in truth and then a lie, and I know most of you will. Until next time, I bid you adieu. This is Jerry uh, from Jerry Unfiltered. Don't say you want me. Don't say you need me. Don't say you love me. It's understood. Don't say you're happy out there without me. I know you can't be, because it's no good.